Hello everyone, good day. This is still Patrick, your host of the podcast and I'm back after a long while and probably I don't even know. Like things are quite difficult the past few weeks, days, months, whatever. I can't I even lost count of what's happening. But um well, yeah, that's how you introduce your podcast. So yeah, uh, I'm still trying to figure things out everything and I still have a lot of things to do and this is the last week of my job this year would you look at that 2020 went past it's like 2020 is like two decades in one year that's how long it was for me like everything that happened and all that it's really a struggle to be honest Um, but yeah we're not going to talk about that why don't we talk about a couple of things so there are i'll just put flags in it or something like that so that they'll be able to determine which part i would talk to or whatever that may be so to just give a roundup for everybody so here are the things that i loved um for the past two weeks so let's go why don't we go on with the latest probably um have you guys heard of evermore by taylor swift that is so good and this is coming from a guy who doesn't even like Taylor Swift to begin with I'm not a big fan um, yeah I, I know her songs because it's pretty much pop culture uh, everything that's been happening and all that and ever since that endgame era with Shiran look what you made me do reputation if I'm not mistaken that album actually made me somewhat listen to some of her songs and then I met some friends they they told me about I know places and I'm like oh god this is the best Taylor Swift song ever and it still is for me I know places is the best such a good song you should listen to it and then lover that very album came and I'm like this is the best like the lover song and Cornelia Street those two or something that is out of this world lover makes me feel like um, hopeful of the future uh, this sounds sad but basically that's the idea um, it makes me imagine of me dancing with my wife or whatever if I'll ever get married I'm not even sure but that's the idea I really love lover it makes me feel hopeful with life and with things and Cornelia Street is something really emotional and at times relatable it's really written well and I really loved it and then there came Folkmore and oh god that was so good also I like Be The One and that thing with Bon Iver if I'm not mistaken is that Exile? yeah I think Exile it's also a good song but what really made me a fan of Taylor as of now is her latest album Evermore the sister album of Folklore and I cannot stop jamming to Nobody No Crime (laughs) that sounds demented or whatever but my god that song is so good Um, I I mean what I like about Folklore and Evermore is the way she she presented herself she started with some country style with her songs then somehow all of those elements from pop somehow like 
with louder noises and combine them in such an experimental feeling and somehow it still resonates well with her um, with her writing skills this whole thing from folkmore to to evermore is a testament to her skills in writing and that's coming from like a outsider because I'm not really a big fan like I did I do not know all of her albums I just listen to those things that I like but this is the first two albums that I really checked out and tried to understand yeah because one of my crushes like it so I decided to go for it but now that I don't like my crush anymore but still I'm somewhat connected to Taylor Swift now so yeah so you better check that one out happiness is also a good song like <clears throat> I know for a fact that coming in, like, happiness is not happiness, but somehow, yeah, it's still crushing. It's really good. And I still haven't listened to the deluxe edition, the one with the full thing. And also, Willow is somewhat like lover for me. Like, it's a hopeful song for some reason. It makes me imagine things. Like, that's what I love about music the way it makes you, um, the way it trans teleports you or gives you this feeling like what if like that is something that is so special i feel those things when i'm reading books and write reading some materials and all that and true music as a whole and that me my god i'm sorry if i'm starting i just love that song and um yeah so if you haven't better check out evermore by taylor swift there's not a paid advertisement and i am not getting paid for any of this anyway it's just a thing that i do as a hobby so that i'll be able to speak and somewhat learn more about talking and yeah so better check out evermore and again if you do not know i know places by taylor swift go ahead and stream it it's such a good song so yeah that's it the next thing that I wish to talk about, um, this is the first like season that I managed to finish after a long while. Um, I think I have mentioned before my love for animated series and films and all that. Um, I would like to apologize if anyone will get to re hear this and they're a fan of this certain anime. Jojo was good, but I got tired of it. Like ever since September I tried watching Jojo and the only thing that I managed to finish is the first season the second season was like oh god it's so long I cannot finish it anymore because I understand the concept of Jojo the way it parodies like things and all that but man sometimes it's just dragging way too long and the setup like you can like specific episodes can last for five minutes and it will still tell it will still tell the same story but in this case, it's like an overlong episode every now and then. It's something that is so hard for me to binge. I'm so sorry. I'm, it's not my cup of tea, but the art style, the music, everything is good with JoJo. It's just that it's too much for me. Um, I'm actually looking for something that's easy to watch. And that's where One Punch Man arrives. So I managed to watch the first season a while back. Then I watched the second season just this week, if I'm not mistaken, or last week. Um and it's really a simple story and just like Jojo it's somewhat a parody of things and all that and I really I really admired the way that they experimented with season 2 even though it's really frustrating because how can you make a series 
compelling when your main character beats everyone with one punch. So that is a really good idea and at the same time, a hard idea to work on. It's like a double-edged sword. Okay? So I was like, how will, we, how will they be able to do that? I'm so sorry, I don't read the manga because I don't read anymore. <laughs> that sounds weird, but I don't read books anymore or manga or something like that. I've never read a manga. The only manga that I tried to read is Berserk and I'm like 30 chapters in there and I stopped because it's hard to read those kinds of things for me. And um, I'll try to read by next year, I think, hopefully. But going back, One Punch Man is a good series with a lackluster season 2. Season 2 the animation became different so I understand that um, the testimonies from diehard fans of the series but at the same time my god the way they did a cliffhanger is so horrible like how do you mess that up they're building these characters amazingly and then somehow it ended abruptly that's not how you end the season I'm like do they want to have fans or do they want to frustrate fans? So that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, One Punch Man Season 2 is 50-50 for me. But still, I enjoyed it. It was easy to watch and I can finish it already. I managed to finish it already. Now, Season 3 will probably be two years late. I don't know. But yeah, that's One Punch Man for you. You may check it out. I'm going to try and watch GTO because I wanted to make a content for that. I will try to make a video for GTO so that I need to watch it next and I've already read some testimonies saying oh GTO sucks the manga is better oh god I will watch it I'm sorry it's much easier for me to watch something and speaking of watching something let's go on with the last thing that I wish to talk about for this episode and that is the movie Tenet so this is this is okay we're in the Philippines, Tenet is not out, so somehow they managed to, they managed to, what do you call this, pirate the hell out of this movie and it's all out. So I'm a big fan of Christopher Nolan, but I'm frustrated with the way that he handled Tenet. He pushed Tenet to be released in cinemas during a worldwide pandemic. I mean, come on. Like... You're gonna lose some money for that. And now, he decided to re-release it to some of the markets that they haven't opened in. So, now, it opened to places where pirating is like... It's like the number one thing. So, here it is. An HD version of Tenet. And I managed to see it thanks to a friend. Yeah, thanks, neighbor, for recommending it to me. So, yeah, I'm so sorry. This is... I, for a fact, used to... Um, used to like um what they call this pirate things on the internet but ever since that i got to college college i tried my best to watch all of the films that i want to watch in cinemas because i think it's my way of like it's it's a weird thing but it's basically how i handle art like that deserves to be paid and all that so if tenet gets released in the philippines i'll still watch it in the cinemas just to pay my dues to to say sorry to christopher nolan <laughs> just kidding I don't know depending on the situation in the country um, I don't feel safe in cinemas I don't feel safe with people to be honest that's why uh, I only go out to buy the bike or to go meet my parents and all that but other than that speaking of Tenet Tenet this is what I hate 
I like Christopher Nolan, but I hate when they're saying that Christopher Nolan is always original. Oh God, no. Christopher Nolan knows how to deliver a story, but that doesn't mean that he is always original. Like, Inception is not an original concept. There are a lot of parallels and situations from other films itself, especially with Paprika. And now we have Tenet. And of course, it's a blockbuster. It's something that most and probably everyone who knows and loves Christopher Nolan will watch. And he's got his legions of fans and all that. And to be honest, Tenet is not original because I've watched a similar film. Like, here's the deal. I don't want to spoil Tenet for you. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know the first name, but Denzel Washington's son here is the lead. So his name here is basically the protagonist. And that will play a lot, a huge role in the character building. Like, oh, I'm the protagonist here, blah, blah, blah. That kind of dialogue. It all makes sense. Then we have here, actually, what sucks in here is that I've heard of Washington's performance from Sorry Not to Bother Something, if I'm not mistaken. Or Black Clansman. I don't know which film he's from. I still need to check it. Um, I haven't watched a lot of films uh, since I started teaching. But the idea is, the one who really shined in this film is Robert Pattinson. Robert killed his role here. He stole the show together with um, the lead lady who's... What's her name? Oh, God. Why did I forget her name? But damn... It's not Washington who really shined here, but Pattinson. And the film is basically like this. There's a somewhat... The idea being shown in trailers is time travel and all that stuff. And I will give you all this. The world tenet came from like this um, tablet. Like, it's an old tablet from blah, blah, blah years ago. And it's basically a comp- uh, it's basically filled with like palindromes and tenet is basically the palindrome in there by palindrome that when you interchange the letters it will still be the same like tenet if you inverted that it will still be tenet that's the idea and basically that's the concept in which tenet is like it's a palindrome whatever you do it's still the same like but in this case they managed to deliver it in a way they sell it as a time travel kind of film kind i'm saying kind but actually the best way to understand this is to open up your minds and have an idea of parallel universes or in a way you may start reading or like have an idea about paradox so this is part of the film but this is not a spoiler as a a super spoiler in a way this is my way of guiding you in how to understand this film better so basically Tenet discussed the grandpa paradox in which for example I go back in time and kill my grandpa that's impossible because if I kill him why do I exist but in a way that kind of paradox is really hard to determine and all that that's the reason why it's a paradox it's like the Penrose step in Inception. And the situations in here are somewhat similar with Interstellar's climax. And to be honest with you, if you wish to understand this film, I would like to recommend you a film called Time Crimes. Time Crimes is one hell of a Spanish film. It's a Spanish film 
that few people know I just like I was just like I want to research about those films that are about time travel Looper is a good film also but Time Crimes is basically the simplest version of Tenet because in Tenet of course it's Christopher Nolan he tries to explain everything that's one of the tropes in his films like it's expository especially with Inception so that is also the case with Tenet but what made Tenet really work is that its actors are really good the sequences are really good the way they shot it the action everything is so good it's really a blockbuster but to sell it as an original is really not for me to be honest so I'll give it if I'm going to rate it I enjoyed it 8 out of 10 the acting is also 8 out of 10 is it Christopher Nolan's best film no is it okay yeah it's okay it's watchable it's something that I'll just watch twice unlike Inception which I really watched like 10 times already it's good but not great so I'm sorry Christopher I'm a big fan but Tenet's not for me because yeah it's not original and basically that's what that's what life is so whatever happens happens I guess so that's it for this episode I blabbered way too long because of my frustrations with Tenet but yeah those are the things that I've been doing for the past couple of weeks and I'm still working with short films and songs as of now and I hope that I'll be able to release them in the near future and as always this is still Patrick your host of the most unconventional podcast of all time goodbye <laughs>